Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Lovely Writer Episode 7. I know this came out this Wednesday, peeps, but it has been a crazy week, and I just got down to doing this review. I have to say, this episode is, I think, my favorite so far. Also, I have started to watch this series through WeTV using my Taiwanese VPN through Proton VPN, and let me just say that watching this with good subtitles has made me want to rewatch the series so that maybe it's not quite as annoying as I thought it was, although certain parts are definitely still going to be annoying. I think that whoever is translating it through the YouTube version it's not nearly as good, that's all I'm saying, because watching this episode with good side titles on WeTV, even though I couldn't Chromecast it because I'm using a VPN, which is really annoying because i got to watch it on a smaller screen, but still. Anyway, this episode, it basically opens with you hearing Nubsib talking to Jap, who is Jean's brother. And Jean's brother calls Nubsib and says, Nubsib, I found Jean, I think. He's at my grandfather's, at our grandfather's old garden cottage house, garden mansion. And he goes there to get inspiration. And I think he ran there because he left your apartment and, you know, went there. And he says, can you please, Nubsib says, well, please send me the location. And so Jap says, okay. And then Jean, um, Nubsib gets ready to hang up and he says, and Jap says, Nubsib, I'm giving you my brother, but you take care of him well. And Nubsid says, I will. I will take care of your brother well, Jap. I promise. And so at this point, you know, Nubsid has had a plan, as I always assumed he did, since the very beginning. And a lot of people are saying, oh, Nubsid is a bad character. I don't really think Nubsid is a bad character. I simply think that he should have disclosed information before this point. But, you know, I think he was totally certain he would get rejected, which is why he didn't. And that is understandable, but not very uh, nice. So anyway, Nubsib goes to visit Jean at the garden mansion. And Jean woke up. He's trying to write, but he's really annoyed because a dog keeps barking. So he goes out, talks to the dog, pets its head, and says, Good doggy, please be quiet. And the dog moves off. And then he's sitting there, and he sees Nubsib has come up. And I do like this scene because... Nubsib doesn't sit there and, you know, at this point in time, Gene is probably just, you know, ready to unload on him would be the first thing that comes to mind. And all Nubsib does is he comes and he just grabs him in a big hug and says, I missed you. And Gene's like, you know what? I don't want to talk to you. I want you to go away. And Nubsib's like, I missed you, Gene. And I want to explain why I did what I did, which you wouldn't let me explain back at the apartment. So now I'm explaining it here. And he says, you remember when we were kids, you were always there to be there as a friend. And then you and your family left when I was about eight years old. And he said, you know, I was devastated by you leaving. When you left, I thought maybe you'd change your mind. So I hid in the bushes where you first met me because Nubsib's um, story basically unfolds in this episode when he was a child with Gene. And he met Gene because he was running away from his piano teacher who would beat him when his mother wasn't looking. And it terrified Nubsib. And I don't mean it weird. It would terrify any small child to be beaten up by your piano teacher. I mean, and this happened quite a bit in my country as well. I don't know why. It's like piano teachers have this violent vendetta sometimes. 
I, well, my piano teachers were really nice people, so I don't know if maybe this was just something in the past. But anyway, I've heard stories many times about piano teachers hitting people over this. But anyway, Nubsib's escaping because his piano teacher is hitting him when his mom is not looking. And so he's ran and hidden some bushes. Well, Gene finds him. And Gene, I would say, is about... I would say he'd be about 13 when he first meets Nubsib, which would make Nubsib about, let's see here, 6 minus 13, math was number short, about 7 years old. Okay, 7 years old when he meets Jean. And Jean and his brother decide to let Nubsib come play at their house. Um, Nubsib comes and plays soccer, and he plays really good so football or soccer for a little person. And they then take Nubsib home, and Nubsib's mother prepares to beat him with a very large branch in front of all his siblings to prove how much trouble he caused them during that day. And as she's getting willing to beat him with this branch, Jean puts himself in the path of the branch and takes the hit for Nubsib. And he says, you know what, if you want to beat someone today, please just take me out on me, because Nubsib came to my house because I asked him to. So this is really my fault. This is not Nubsib's fault. And it's like, you're taking it out on a seven-year-old kid who's trying to escape his terrible piano teacher. So anyway, Nubsib basically comes and plays a lot with Gene and Jap as they're growing up. And Gene's dad gets a little concerned because Nubsib is really close to Gene as a kid. They play together. He and Gene argue because Gene wants to play with all the toys. It's at this point you find out where those two dragons came from that Nubsib had one in his car and one he put up in the closet of Gene's apartment. Those were two dragons that Gene was playing with as a kid that he wouldn't give to Nubsib. And so Nubsib's mom said, don't worry, Nubsib, I'll come grab them from Gene's room when he's asleep and you can have the dragons. <laughs> but anyway, Nubsib ended up with those dragons and that's why he always had one in his car and why he put one in Gene's closet. And Nubsib, uh, Jean's dad came in one night after the boys had been fighting and saw that they had fallen asleep and had put, in, put their arms around one another. And now I will say, Jean at this point was about probably 14 and Nubsib would have been about eight years old. So these are kids, peeps. And I don't know why, but the dad was uber concerned that there was something wrong with his child and Nubsib because they were hugging as they were sleeping. And I'm going, you know... Um, I, I think the dad had really big problems, but maybe he needed to go see a therapist and hadn't yet. But anyway, a little ways down the road, the dad decides to have Jean go to school at a boarding school. And basically he and his family are moving from their house because they want to take the boys to get educated elsewhere. I also think this had to do with Nubsib because the dad didn't like how Jean and Nubsib were close. It's kind of like in Tanhan Chanlati with with Tanhan's parents moving because they didn't like how Tanhan and Chanlati were close. At that point in time, in both these cases, neither of the boys were romantically attached to one another. They were just really good friends. And I think it was kind of rude and a, a little crazy of the parents. But, you know, everybody has their moments. So anyway... Nubsib at eight years old decides to go hide in the same bushes because he thinks maybe, maybe if I hide in the bushes, Jean will come find me and he won't go. So I won't lose my, my really good friend. And he ends up realizing that that's not the case. Jean leaves and doesn't come back. And Nubsib at eight years old ends up bawling his eyes out with this little pink dragon. And he's telling Jean this story, basically. And Jean says, 
you were eight years old. There's no way you could have cared for me. There's no way that that would be enough to make you want to be with me now. He says, you know, that's crazy. And now he says, well, what you need to understand is I've always cared about you. And as I got older, I realized that I wanted to be with you. I didn't want to be with other people. I wanted to be with you because you were the one person who I really liked as a person. And it's this point that Jean says, well, you lied to me, Jean. Or no, Jean, Jean says, you lied to me, Nubsib. You said all these things. You said you didn't have a car. You said you didn't have a house. And you had both those things. And Jean says, well, or Nubsib says, well, Jean, if I had told you that I had both those things, you wouldn't have let me come stay at the apartment. So I wouldn't have been able to spend time with you for like the past couple of months. And Jean says, well, if you'd have told me you were Auntie Orrin's kid, I would have definitely let you come stay to the apartment up into a year because you're her kid. And Jean says, and Nubsu says, Jean, I didn't want to stay at your apartment as a kid. I wanted to stay at your apartment as a possible person you wanted to be with. And Jean says, well, this was still wrong. And he says, from now on, you're going to tell me exactly what you think, and you're not going to pretend to be some... Don't pretend to be a good kid when you're not being a good kid, basically. And so anyway, Nemesis says, okay, I will tell you what I'm thinking, and I will be completely honest with you. And he says, okay, so what are you thinking right now? And Nemesis says, um... He says, well, if you're not going to tell me what you're thinking, then this is not going to work. Nubsib. And Nubsib says, well, right now I'd really like to give you a kiss. And Jean's like, this is not what I was hoping for. And he says, you know what? You don't have to tell me everything you're thinking, Nubsib. You know, we don't have to have the gory details, as it were. And so at the end of the day, Nubsib basically grabs him and gives him a romantical moment that he was not expecting. He's like, you, you caught me off guard. And then Jean walks over and shuts the door and goes into the mansion. And, and Nubsib follows him and opens the door and walks right in. And the next thing you see is, I don't know if they spent the weekend there or what, but um, Nubsib ends up conking in bed and Jeans ends up conking on the sofa as he's trying to write his work. Nothing romantical happened, I don't think, in the interim because Jeans just, yeah, pretty upset about things. And so anyway, Nubsib comes out and sees Jeans totally conked because he works way, way, way too long and then absolutely falls into a heap. And anyway, he comes and picks up Jean and takes him to the bed and flops him down, puts a nice blanket on him, and then he comes and flops beside him. He says, I want you to know I'm really glad we can be together again. He's talking to Jean. He says, because I've been so lonely for so long. And you really get a really good look at what Nubsib is really like. Everyone, like, I hate the review of this series, how it says Nubsib is a wolf in sheep's clothing. I don't think that's Nubsib at all. I think Nubsib is the kind of person who went, I want this person. I know that I probably can't get this book person if I'm entirely honest initially. And so I'm going to be a little bit um, quiet about things. It kind of reminds me in many, many ways, if anyone's familiar with Jason Momoa and his wife, Lisa Bonet, um, Jason said that, you know, he said, I didn't tell my wife that I stalked her for years until we had two kids. And then I knew, you know, we were going to be a couple for a while. And then I could tell, you know, I stalked you since I was 14. But, but in the same way, I think in many ways, this is kind of that kind of relationship. It's like Nubsib was like 
that's who I'm going to be with. And then, you know, lo and behold, once he's grown, it's like, I'm going to be with Jean. And I don't mean it weird, but it kind of makes me laugh a little bit sometimes when I think about this odd coupling. But anyway, this is kind of where this episode ends. We then have the preview for episode eight, where Jean and Nubsib decide to start dating, but Jean insists that Nubsib moves to his own apartment because he doesn't want him there while they're dating. And he says, you know, we're going to have some stipulations in place, Nubsib. And so Nubsib is recalcitrantly packing up his suitcase and going, do I really have to leave the apartment? And, and Jean's like, yes, you have to leave the apartment, Nubsib. <laughs> and so anyway, that's what's going on with their relationship. They also have a fan meeting for the new upcoming drama and the fact that Jean was the writer of it. And people are trying to get pictures of Jean and Nubsib together and also Nubsib and AA together. And so at this point, the EA comes up to Jean and says, you know, you you are being with Nubsib even though I want him, and that's just me. I would like to say that even though Jean has a really sad backstory, there are moments when I really want to just go up and throw him in the swimming pool for a little bit of time and hope that maybe he'd just cool down a little bit and be a nice human being. But, you know, I mean, no offense, but it reminds me of that scene in Shadow, or what is it? Not Shadows in the Sun. Uh, yeah, Shadows in the Sun. Where they say, you know, life dumps on people, but that doesn't mean you have to turn into an absolute jerk. And A would be one of those cases. It's like he knows he's never going to be with Nubsib, but he wants to make whoever is with Nubsib miserable. And really that makes it so that you kind of wish he'd never be with anyone, even if that means he's miserable for his entire life, because he is such an... I'm not going to use the word, but whatever word you guys are thinking will work perfectly for A, I am sure. I'm hoping by the end of this that A is dealt with. He's probably going to end up with the second runner-up actor is my guess, and we're all supposed to believe he turns into a nice human being, which some of us are like, yeah, that's working for us. But, you know, anyway, I would give this episode probably an 8 out of 10 because I really like the juxtaposition of the past with the present. I also like that you got to see Nubsib at the very end of this and what was really going on in his brain. In that brief moment where he says, you know, I'm so glad we're together because now we don't have to be apart anymore. I'm not lonely anymore like I was when you left when I was a kid. And I'm going, you know, that really does give the heart of Nubsib. He's not a bad person. I mean, everyone's going, he's a wolf in sheep's color. I'm going, no, he's a person that made some really bad decisions regarding his relationship initially. But at the end of the day, I think Nubsib is a really a neat person. I think at the end of the series, he's probably going to be one of my favorites because he's also going to be the kind of person like if he ever was in a relationship, heaven help anyone that would try to hurt the person he cared about. And he would probably do his very best to make sure that person had as good a life as possible with him. And I think that's kind of cool. And again, I can't help but thinking of Jason Momoa saying, I stalked her for years. And I don't know why, but that just comes to mind a lot with this episode. And with that, Anna out. Check it at the round table. Bye.